Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Folkestone Invicta podcast. It is a very misty Saturday morning in Folkestone. Uh, I've just left work and you can't see the hills to the north. Uh, you can't see across the playing field I walk home across. Um, it's uh, very reminiscent of the other night at East Thurrock. Um, but uh, hopefully that lift by the time Invicta kick off this afternoon hosting Potter's Bar at three o'clock. Um, it's the first of four home games in a row, um, assuming there's no cup replay to uh, break that run up. And uh, as such, it's a, it's a, a very important run of fixtures for Invicta. Uh, Got to be looking to come out of this with uh, a decent number of points and uh, hopefully progression in the FA Cup. Uh, first bit of news heading into the weekend, he announced on Thursday night the signing of uh, Oliver Freeman uh, on the dual registration from Maystone United. Uh, he's trained with the lads a couple of times. Uh, he was signed on earlier in the week and uh, the boss has spoken that he's uh, really hoping that uh, he can have him in the squad today. His uh, brother, Luke Freeman, plays for Sheffield United. I believe he was at Gillingham when he came through as a youngster. So uh, if he can uh, show there's that sort of uh, talent, it'll be, uh, be good to see. It'll be interesting to see how he fares over the coming weeks. Obviously, we had, uh, despite the fact we've got a bigger squad this season than we usually do, we... Um, we had three spare spaces on the bench last week due to injuries and illness. And uh, it's possible we've had a spare space on the bench today. Uh, if JV isn't fit, Kieran's definitely out for the month. I have no update on Aaron Simpson. So uh, if that spare space on the bench is spare, there's no reason why uh, uh, Ollie shouldn't be coming in and fill that. And uh, maybe... Uh, get himself some game time when he uh, comes in. He didn't play for Maystone under-23s when we went uh, took an 11 up there to play them in pre-season. But he scored four in five, I believe, for uh, that side in their suburban league. So he's seemingly had a quite good start to the season. And he seems to normally play Saturday, three o'clock. Um, I see Maystone saying a lot of times, uh, if you're not travelling to their away games, come down and watch that under-23 side on Saturday at 3 o'clock. I believe they're playing at 3 o'clock today. But uh, presumably the uh, lad will be with us today. As I say, it'll be interesting to see how he fares. Uh, we took on a lad, Ollie Tanner, from Bromley. Similar situation last uh, season, who was... Uh, another 23s footballer. In fact, they uh, are doing some research on Ollie Freeman uh, the other day. He, uh, I found a game that they played against each other in. So uh, they play it obviously a similar standard. But uh, Ollie Tanner obviously never really managed to get uh, going before uh, the season was curtailed. And uh, he's now at Lewis, where he seems to be scoring goals. For uh, for them uh, this season, 
so uh, it was a bit bit out of the blue for uh, supporters on Thursday night when we put that out. I've also been putting out, uh, pushing for these next four home fixtures. Uh, it's going to be really important to get as many people down to the ground as possible, uh, especially as I've looked at the weather. And it seems as from tomorrow, it's going to take a turn for the worse. Uh, it's due to rain every day for the next 10 days, which uh, will include Tuesday night's Hornchurch game and next Saturday's FA Cup game. And that obviously has an, an effect on attendances when the weather's not great. But uh, hopefully uh, the weather will uh, be, uh, be decent around those fixtures. It's hard to know how much rain will, will, uh, there will actually be. But uh, hopefully it won't put people off too much, especially for uh, next week's game. Uh, it's nice hearing, pe- hearing quite a lot of people anecdotally talking about they sh- oh, you really want to go to that game. Uh, lots of people tagging their mates on Facebook, should we go down to this? Um, there seems to be some real excitement for it. It's good to see. Uh, heard some people when I was out and about talking about coming down to watching Victor. Not face I recognise, I don't know how often they, uh, they might come, but uh, it's always nice to, uh, it's nice to see. There seems to be real excitement. The boss has spoken about the great support we've been getting this season. Uh, it's growing year on year on year steadily. And uh, But I don't think we could have anticipated really that we'd be averaging over 800. Uh, it's only after three games. But uh, yeah, that's uh, some really big crowds. And hopefully uh, that support will be maintained even when the weather turns a little bit sour seemingly from tomorrow obviously then we then got Hornchurch on Tuesday night that's uh, that's not going to be easy uh, we played both of these fixtures last season uh, Potter's Bar we beat at home by a goal to nil uh, it was a really entertaining game Dave Smith got the winner in the second half a really good finish fed through on goal by uh, Adam Ramadan and uh, slotted past the goalkeeper to win that one uh, I think that was a sellout crowd that day of 600 uh, and then uh, Hornchurch home fixture last season was of course the final league fixture we, uh, we saw JV's wonder goal Draycott's last minute winner uh, uh, that was uh, a great night at the Bill Kent Stadium and given that it was going to be the last football we had there for a while even at the time sort of said yeah if, they, if we don't get any football back for a while that was a decent way to go out and uh, make no illusions, they're a decent side. And it's going to be a tough couple of games going into uh, next Saturday's FA Cup tie when uh, when uh, we host Gloucester City at the National League North. Uh, I believe they were, were uh, top or around the top of the National League when it was uh, cut short last season. If I remember rightly, they were one of the teams not happy, there was the likes of them and Dorkin and such, pretty much anyone that felt like they were in with a real chance of promotion not uh, happy with the league being finished offering to to combine the North and South leagues play mini leagues, make sure there was a promotion, but uh, obviously that wasn't to be this season, I think they're one win from uh, six possibly and uh, towards the lower end of that 
division. And as the boss has spoken about, we've got to be confident, especially at home, that we can cause an upset next week. Uh, anyway, that's probably all from me pre-match today. Uh, hopefully, should be come back later with some, uh, with some post-match analysis and interviews. Uh, hopefully, with a positive result, three more points on the board and uh, an unbeaten start to the season continuing. And so at roughly quarter to four on Saturday afternoon, uh, Alfie Paxman made a uh, run down the left-hand side, got into the box and uh, went down under a challenge from a Potter's Bar defender. The referee pointed to the spot and uh, it wasn't long until a certain Ian Draycott was placing the ball on the spot. Uh, everyone around the ground waiting with anticipation and uh, this was the sound when he took that penalty. And so after uh, Ali Yusuf's opener and uh, that historic moment from uh, Ian Draycott, uh, Scotty Heard added a third just seven minutes into the second half, but it sharply went downhill from there for Victor. Uh, two quick goals from our visitors, uh, followed by a period in which they uh, really got their tails up and got on top. Uh, managed to uh, look very, very dangerous. I could hear what the um, what their bench was saying. They were uh, certainly uh, of the belief that they could go on and win the game. And at 3-3, with 15 minutes to go, they picked the ball up out the net quickly to get the game restarted. And uh, Victor really did look a bit shell-shocked. Uh, the last five or ten minutes, uh, we finally managed to take a grip back on the game and had a couple of chances, but uh, we couldn't take them. And uh, as such, it was, a, uh, it was a draw that almost felt like a defeat. Um, another big crowd down at the Bill Kent Stadium went home, ruining what could have been. Uh, maybe should have kept up the uh, pressure on Kingstonian at the top. We were certainly going top of the league, although Kingstonian did in the end win their game at home to Mersham so it, uh, yeah, it was a very disappointing afternoon um, after it I spoke to uh, very angry and disappointed Neil Cugley and uh, then spoke to Ian Draycott about his record breaking moment So boss uh, what went wrong now? Just individual mistakes I think Tim 
should have been brave if I'm being honest. Tim's been brilliant all year, but felt I didn't think he was strong enough when he came out. Second one, RJ should have cleared it and won the tackle. Didn't do that. And the third one, Alfie's given the ball away. And in a very, you know, we're on the attack. He's given it away, and they run off and scored. Um, so really poor goals, you know. And but even then, I think Tyler should have won the game for us. A great chance. But we've got to show a little bit more uh, character when teams get on top of us. You've got to dig in a bit more and there's no real excuse for the experience we've got in our team. Really experienced team now. Yeah, I've been waiting for you out here and not looking forward to it. But at ten past four, it was going to be one of the easiest interviews we've ever done. We were 3-0 up and Draycott had broken the goal-scoring record and it was all looking great. And after that... They grabbed a quick couple and they looked like they were going to be the ones, ones that were going to win it until five, ten minutes for the end. Yeah, and um, so it's a little bit like the Thurrock one where we sort of let them in back in the game when we should never let them back in the game. You know, we dominated the game first half. You say you're 3-0 up, just keep playing the ball right, keep playing nice football, all dig in together. But it's very hard if individuals make mistakes and, and to say all three goals were poor goals, really. Yeah, it's not like us to to be like that really is it no no we just say there Tim, Tim's been excellent really great you know even Callum on the third one maybe could have done a bit better for him you know he's set such high standards bless him um, so yeah RJ you just did expect him to get caught just they were really poor goals you know and it, it gave them a something out of completely nothing you know and as you say to be fair to them they worked really hard and had a go but you know we, to be fair you know we missed some great chances as well you know it could easily have been 6-3 really you know I think Addy would be disappointed and got another couple today um, we say Tyler at the end missed one they, they were good chances you know so you know you, you could have come in here and won 5-3 or something and think oh at least, at least we won and, and had a bit of a smile about his face not instead of you know we feel really, um, really down, and hope the players can bounce back. Yeah, you've got to give credit to our to our opposition today. They really did throw everything at us, and um, I could hear what their bench was saying. They they uh, they really wanted to even go on and win it once they got it back to three all. Well, once they've changed the system and got it up there and they can see we weren't defending very well, uh, you know, you can't blame them for that. They're going to go everything at you. But we've got to be a stronger mentally than that. You you know, they only still played really one down the, straight down the middle and I think we didn't mark him very well at all. Not when he got three centre-halves out there. So that, that was disappointing, you know, disappointing and that we never really got, got hold of the game. When we get hold of the game again, they say later on, we should have won it, really. But uh, Draycott's broken... <coughs> The uh, all-time goal-scoring record today, so something to take out of it. It was a special moment for him. Yeah, good luck to him. Well done today. I thought again he'd done well early on. Later on, he was a bit quiet, and that's why you know we changed it a little bit later on. But uh, no, it was all right. But I think we, we, you know, first half some of the football we played was really good, and it was disappointing we've let them back into a game that should have been out of sight. Cheers, up, cheers, boss. Thank you. So, not the circumstances probably would have wanted it to be, but it was a record-breaking moment for you today. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, nice of the boys, to be honest, to, to let me have it. I think there was Pax and Addy that having a little fight over the ball to see who was going to take it. Obviously, Addy scored one last week. Um, Pax has scored on pre-season, so I put my name in the hat early on, and to be fair, the boys, the boys backed me up with it, so it's nice of them to let me have a go. I did say to you at Corinthian that I wanted you to get them at home so we could get some decent footage of it rather than you know a little dodgy goal cam and uh, you've duly obliged with two goals one against Horsham and then one against the day yeah yeah I think that's just the way it's fallen at the minute um, obviously the last couple of games I haven't started so minutes have been limited um, 
that I thought today, and even I spoke to Cugs yesterday, and he said that, yeah, today could be the day. Um, so as soon as Pax goes tumbling in the area, uh, yeah, nothing else was going to happen. Um, On to the performance. Uh, it wasn't the greatest second half, but we were really good in the first. Terrible second half, to be honest. Uh, I think you played it down lightly there. I think we, uh, we were 3-0 up and fully in control. Um, and then we let Sloppy go straight from the centre. Uh, and then in individual errors, and they get their tails up. We give them a little, open the door a little bit for them. And to be fair, they're going to throw bodies forward. Um, but we didn't manage the game. Um, simply as that. Even before the game, Cug said about experience and how many games that we've got under our belt as a team. Um, and in the end, we didn't use that at all. Yeah, he's moved RJ back obviously into defence today with Everson Matt Newman, who's got a lot of experience. Yourself, Hurdy, and Dolan have got loads of experience in that yep. midfield. There's no one on there that's on the field that's you know fresh in any sense of the word, is there? And maybe yeah, maybe we we should have been able to take more control of it at three one or at three two and and just snuff the game out. Yeah, totally. I mean, individual errors uh, for goals, but if one individual ever then there should be somebody else backing him up um, and we didn't have that today when it seemed when one person made an individual ever um, they were in and have a, have a shot on target or had a chance um, and at the other end we, we should have had more goals 3-0 uh, you say the game's dead but actually we should have had 4-5 um, missing chances first half second half um, we've got to punish teams even though we've not been beat today, it almost feels like, in a sense, it's going to be important uh, to see how we react, how we dust ourselves down, go again Tuesday and then into next week's FA Cup tie. Yeah, Tuesday would be a good game. And to be honest, it's one that has probably come at a good time when you, you have a disappointing second half. Um, you want the ge- next game to come thick and fast and it's a good one. Hornchurch are a good team. We always have good matches and um, obviously the last time we played them on a Tuesday night was quite a nice result. Yeah, it was quite uh, a <laughs> sort of, sort of ending we were hoping for today with you grabbing that that late winner. But um, yeah, hopefully we get a decent midweek crowd down and cheer the lads on on Tuesday night. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, it's a big game. They'll be up there this season, um, and we've done well against the teams that are up there so far this season. So still three home games to play in our next three games. So we're looking to win all three. Cheers, Drake. And so as Drake said there. Um, it's good to have a game so quickly to pick yourselves up dust yourselves down and get on with it but uh, on Sunday night news broke that um, games started to be postponed Um, I think it was one between uh, some South East clubs was the first one I noticed which uh, just just read was travel trouble which uh, didn't make sense at the time but obviously once you click and see that it was uh, an Isthmian League directive that uh, due to the petrol crisis, uh, clubs could postpone their midweek games. Uh, a lot took, a lot of postponements came a lot quickly. Uh, and there was just three midweek games from, uh, from the Premier Division. I believe there was two draws on Tuesday night, followed by uh, Cray Wanderers. 5-3 defeat at home to Wingate and Finchley on the Wednesday. Um, so it saw a lot of, uh, of uh, sniping, both from uh, official club accounts and from supporters, which uh, personally didn't come across as particularly helpful. Um, you could obviously tell in some cases which club was the one that had called it off. A lot of clubs wanted to make that very clear 
that it was their uh, their opponents that called it off. In our case with Horn Church, uh, from what I've heard, it was both clubs were quite happy to postpone in the circumstances. Um, I've seen other clubs sniping at uh, each other as to why their opponents can't make the travel or why their opponents can't host the game. Uh, lots of fans demanding that their teams be given the three points, which is hardly the most satisfying way to uh, win a game of football for it to be decided by uh, in such a manner. And uh, lots of comments about, well, it's only such and such a distance or, or how can they not host it? It's, they're the home club. Well, uh, um, not sure quite common sense is prevailing there. Um, we're not the only club that don't uh, house all of our players in the clubhouse. All our players come from around Kent, some from London, uh, some from even down in uh, Hastings Way. Um, it's not like all the players live around the corner and in walking distance. And if players can't get there, if uh, the away team, coaching staff and uh, supporters can't get there, then it's just seems to me to be common sense to put the game off obviously it was uh, the Tuesday night was the um, was a bit more short notice it's more difficult to do things on public transport on a Tuesday night than it is on a on a Saturday so um, it it, uh, it made sense some some clubs were quite happy to go ahead whether uh, I didn't see any of the clubs that were uh, that were moaning about postponements, rearranged games with uh, their fellow moanees. But uh, I don't know whether that was an option for them, but maybe that's something they could have taken up. But as I say, only three games in the Premier Division. I don't think there was many around elsewhere. I believe quite a few went on in the other Step 3 leagues. But uh, no, the Isthmian was, was massively hit. It's currently Thursday morning and everything is... Uh, it's still seeming to be just as bad as ever. I've just left work and seen massive queues at petrol stations. Uh, I know yesterday I walked down, I went down to the ground and back, and uh, Cheriton High Street is just chock-a-block in both directions, uh, heading into petrol station there. Tesco's chaos. It's uh, just <laughs> absolute madness. I was there when I put out news that, that the Hornchurch game had been postponed on the Monday. Uh, had people giving their opinions on it and it's just a bit like the game's off it really doesn't matter what your take is on it uh, I don't want to sit there and read that to be honest with you um, and the last thing I want is just is people rowing over it it's the media this or it's that this that and the other that uh, people sharing bloody you know screenshots of you know, this bloke I met said that he was an XGV driver and this is the situation, all that sort of nonsense. But um, hopefully the situation can settle down nice and quickly and it won't affect us for too long. Um, I don't expect Saturday's game to be uh, hit by it. Um, the FA were very keen to make sure all games in the qualifying rounds went ahead last year, throwing teams out left, right and centre who... Uh, couldn't play on the day due to COVID issues, so I can't imagine them taking much sympathy with the with anyone who can't make travel on Saturday. So 
I'd be very surprised unless the situation gets an awful lot worse if uh, Saturday's game doesn't take place. Uh, might then be more difficult to do the replay on a Tuesday, but hopefully that's something that won't be needed. Uh, it'd be nice to just get the job done on the day, cause an upset and uh, send a lot of people home happy and not have the, uh, the aggro of a replay at short notice uh, further than almost certainly any game will travel this season uh, unless we do go further in the cup and draw, draw something further. Three and a half hours, four hours of travelling. It's not something we're, we're used to. So, um, yeah, that game off. Um, looking forward to Saturday anyway. Personal perspective. Uh, it's not often we get a home game. Not often I can uh, put out proper match highlights of, uh, of an FA Cup fixture. Um, so I'm really looking forward to being able to do that. Um, I've heard a lot of people talking about coming down that maybe don't do so regularly. The FA Cup seems to seems to have drawn in people. I mean, it's not the it's not the, it's not the first round. It's not league opposition, but uh, it's a home FA Cup fixture. It's a it's a club from higher up, and I don't really know how many they're likely to bring. But um, it'd be great to see a, a decent home support down there. It'd be lovely if we hit, you say, four figures. Uh, it might be ambitious on our part, but um, especially after missing the game Tuesday, maybe that'll uh, push more people into, uh, into Saturday's game or the weather. Though the weather uh, is showing up for me as rain. I'm hoping that it's just saying that because it's going to rain at some point on Saturday. Hopefully it'll be early morning or late evening and we'll have, uh, even if not beautiful sunny weather, just dry would be nice. Uh, it's not nice up a scaffold tower with a camera when it's uh, raining. Uh, you can deal with it more if there's no wind, but uh, it was a bit windy yesterday. Uh, on to some fixture news, our fixture at Wingate and Finchley uh, in October has been pushed back again. Uh, it was originally scheduled for the last FA Cup weekend. That's been pushed back again into November, Tuesday, November the 16th, uh, due to their commitments in a, is of the Middlesex or the London uh, Cup. So uh, that's uh, that's been postponed. There'll be no bus either for the trip to Cray Wanderers in a couple of weeks uh, there uh, wasn't enough interest in that unfortunately so that coach has been cancelled but so uh, hopefully that's due to uh, people's interest in either driving or uh, using the trains rather than people not wanting to go full stop uh, it'd be, be a shame if nobody come along uh, they seem to be involved in games with lots of goals as I say, they, uh, they lost 5-3 at home last night. Uh, last time we travelled there was uh, a 3-2 win. Uh, late goal from Jerson, 10 minutes from time. Jerson de Santos was an absolute beauty with the outside of his right boot from distance. And then uh, Johan de Horst snatched the uh, three points in injury time. That was at the beginning of the 2019-20 season. So uh, looking forward to that trip in a couple of weeks' time. The academy were due to get underway in their competitive fixtures on Wednesday, but again, due to the petrol shortage, that didn't happen. 
but uh, they're going to kick off hopefully next week uh, at Chatham Town uh, Academy. I believe that's, Ch- I assume that's uh, affiliated to Chatham Football Club. But uh, yeah, they should get underway next week. Uh, it'd be good to, again to see them in action, see their development. Uh, the, uh, the whole project is uh, well underway now and it's hopefully going to be uh, something that's very good for the football club. I know the manager's spoken about he he certainly thinks it's a benefit to us and uh, I see see the lads knocking about sometimes uh, going about their studies and uh, all, all sorts of other bits around either the Bill Kent or around Three Hills. Uh, hopefully they're, uh, they're enjoying the uh, opening weeks of their studies and hopefully they come out of it with both some football qualification some uh, their uh, yeah their sports qualifications and uh, come out of it much improved as footballers uh, that's got to be certainly one of the main aims is to, to uh, sort of improve the quality of footballer we're uh, we're uh, knocking out here in Folkestone it's always a benefit if you can uh, bring lads more lads out of the out of the youth systems. Stano certainly churned out some decent ones in the last few years, and uh, anything that helps that is uh, is a huge bonus. Uh, moving on to Saturday, uh, AD is going to be doing a special uh, Invicta radio commentary from the game. He's going to have a special guest. Uh, I'm not yet permitted to tell you who that is. He has confirmed, but uh, just in case he doesn't turn up, I'm uh, sworn to secrecy at the minute. But it's uh, quite a it's a, yeah it's an old Folkestone name, a legend around the club in a sense. And uh, Ad's going to be uh, relinquishing his PA duties for the afternoon to be doing uh, the radio commentary for anyone that can't come along. But uh, uh, I wouldn't suggest ducking out on it in order just to sit at home and listen to the radio. You're not going to get the full FA Cup fever if you do that. And it's going to be, hopefully, a big day down at the Bill Kent. And uh, hopefully we'll be bouncing back from last Saturday and uh, putting on a real show for the supporters and giving me something decent to uh, put up highlights-wise. On the uh, on the Sunday, uh, I'm pretty sure that's all from me for this podcast. I can't think of anything else to add, uh, so I'm not just going to ramble on any longer. Um, again, uh, Saturday, get down there, bring your uh, bring your mates, bring your uh, partner, bring your kids, bring your mum and dad, bring your uh, dog if uh, if you can. Bring absolutely everybody. Uh, it'd be great to uh, to get a higher crowd than we got for uh, any of our other games this season. And uh, great to see the Bill Kent absolutely rocking during the second half and hopefully roaring the lads on the victory. So until then, take care.